sides of the story Two sides of the story Two sides of the story With Tom and Sean Welcome to Two Sides of the Story. That's Tom Sides. And that is Sean Sides. I kind of changed tempo a little bit there, so I was curious to see how you'd match. I'm a little bit off today, buddy. I'm I'm yeah. I'm not like hungover, but I am like sleep deprived and a little bit H two O deprived. That happens. So, uh, but like, but I'll, also, I think that's just what a hangover is. So I'm probably yeah, a little bit. Yeah. So I'm I'm just trying to say I'm not hungover, even though I am a little hungover this morning. Fake it till you make it has some serious <clears throat> implications mentally that can be very uh, productive. I've faked it till I've made it in a few instances in life, and it's worked yeah. out well for me. All I, all I know is that I have the makings for a greasy breakfast upstairs, and uh, Ooh, nice. Tom, Tommy's going to treat himself. Excellent. What are we talking, like bacon and eggs and hash browns and shit, or what? Oh, yeah. The works? The works. I'm talking, yeah. Nice. Nothing like that. I fucking love a good breakfast. It's the best. It's the best. And, like, where it gets you is that it was, like, it's so affordable to go out for breakfast. It is, yeah. And you can get, like, so even if, like, that's probably the best thing in the world is, like, a breakfast restaurant. Like, I remember when I was, like, like, a teenager and, like, you'd go out the night before, you'd go hard, and then you'd wake up around, like, Nine or ten, feeling like shit, and then like someone goes like, "Does anyone want to go for breakfast?" And then that was the game changer. And then like, yeah, that was a vibe for sure. The early two thousands, I remember that those days. It's, as well. it's still a vibe, and like the best part is yeah. like you would go to like a nice breakfast place, like not like a nice breakfast place, but like a breakfast. I meant place. the and teenage you... one too, though, like that feel of like yeah. we're adults now, we can do that. Let's fucking do that. You know? Yeah. And then it's like, but then like you look around the restaurant and that's where you feel like another piece of shit. Cause then there's like the look at all of us in yesterday's clothes. Yeah, pretty much. And, and then, then look uh, at, and then a sea of cotton tops. And then a sea of like people having brunch. You know what I mean? Like there's yeah. probably like a boy, a boyfriend taking his girlfriend to meet his mother or like a nice little family outing or like, and then you get these like haggard fucking drunk idiots going i just need some fucking bacon and eggs right now to, to, <laughs> pretty much <laughs> to, to save my life so i had that coffee. happen a lot when, when so. we used to do the christmas party in banff there mm. uh i had that moment in like a ritzy fancy ass hotel like very hoity-toity people and then like me and my crew come stumbling into the continental breakfast just like can you point me in the direction of water and juice, mm-hmm. and what that's the buffet right there. And everyone else is like with their, their fancy kids who've never seen a drunk person in their life. And we're just like haggard as can be. It's those moments are fucking funny in life when you look back. You get into some breakfast, you finally get some like nutrients in you and grease, and you look mm-hmm. up and you're like, oh, I'm the only guy not wearing a suit right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At 10 a.m. in the morning, what the yeah. fuck is happening right now? Yeah, especially, yeah, you're just like, Ugh, because like, like, there's nothing like better than like I I the amount of times that I knew I was crashing on a buddy's place, I could have brought other clothes. 
I'm just a backpack, of course. a duffel bag. Like you knew, you I always am. knew that's where you were gonna end yeah. up. And then, not once did that ever happen. Not once. Of course, so. No. So there you are. You're just like yeah. haggard as fuck, and then you're just like, all right, well, I need breakfast, so who's with me? Yeah. No, that's a hundred percent true. No. A hundred percent true. Um, yeah, no, that's good for you. I, I, something to be said about, I'm just going to throw this out there. McDonald's breakfast. I'm totally fucking on board with it's cheap. It's one of the best breakfasts money can buy. And if you're in a pinch or in a rush, I don't mind just doing that too. Cause it is a lot of work to cook all your own breakfast, but just yeah. getting like a bacon and egg McMuffin fucking easy as shit. Like I like yeah. to go that route sometimes to treat myself if I'm out and about, I'll just pull in and grab a fucking double hash browner, maybe a coffee, maybe an orange juice, depending on the mood. Oh, if I had, if I had to like do things in this state, I would be doing that this first thing this morning. Yeah, for sure. However, tis not the case. And I'm all this talk of breakfast. I'm like, God damn it. Now I'm fucking, that sounds delicious. (laughs) Right. It's the best. Yeah. But yeah, no, um, I like that kind of shit. I finally watched uh, Shrinking. I'm going to get right into that. I finished that off. What a nice series that was. I really like it. I don't feel like... So, I get it. It's the end of season one. So I've, But I just felt like the first season didn't climax the way I thought it would. Like, Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, like, But I guess that goes to show that the main character has... Uh, like a long way to go to heal. Yeah, I thought and, it was quaint. Like it told a nice story. Yeah. And I didn't see the end. I, I to be fair, I, I it wasn't what I was expecting of the ending, but as soon as she said it in therapy, I was just like, Oh, she's gonna kill him. Yeah, I thought the same thing. Which is interesting too, because like now is he gonna start season two in jail? Because <laughs> he suggested to her to do that. Well, not yeah, I guess, but it was like out of context. Yeah, it's a gray area. I'm sure if you're dealing with someone who has like some mental deficiencies and you're their therapist or psychologist and you would suggest certain things to them, mm-hmm. I feel like there's some liability upon you in that moment. Yeah, I guess there must be. I I would love to talk to like a real therapist about like how they feel about this show. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Or at least a YouTube. Probably like a YouTube video about like how accurate this is. Yeah, or inaccurate depending on the circumstance. Yes, that that's also accurate. Have you ever been to therapy of any kind? I did counseling. I never done therapy. Yeah, would you? Yeah, it's. I don't like. There's no stigma to it. Any like? No, I don't. I, I never I, have, but I've considered it at times. Like, it would just be nice to know how to work through things better. We don't realize how much shit we carry with us. Or just and to like, talk to someone unbiased. Yeah, exactly. That is so valuable sometimes in life to just have that interaction, even with a stranger, but, like, a stranger that is trained in how to navigate through situations. Or, like, perspective, too, right? Yeah. No, exactly. Yeah, no, I'm, <clears throat> I'm a big supporter whenever, like, someone tells me that they're thinking about it or like curious about it. I'm like, do it, do it, do it. Like you won't regret it. Even though like I, I saw a counselor when I was like 13 years old, 
just briefly, like a couple times. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was kind of cool. You know, we just talked like you don't, there's no, uh, you don't know what to expect going in. You're like, are they going to like psychoanalyze me? And, and then you get there and they're just like a nice human being who's like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Tell me what's on your mind. It's the, you know? um, yeah. And it's, and it's, like, I get it, it's hard to open up, but then, like, once you kind of do and it's in, like, a safe place, it's, I'm sure it's nothing but beneficial. And then you can probably get advice on things that you didn't even think of. Yeah. Well, back then it was funny because, <clears throat> you know, I was a kid going through a lot of shit, and the woman was very smart. She's like, Do you know how to play any card games? And I loved cribbage. So we got into that and it was just easy from there. All of a sudden, like I'm talking about shit that I didn't even think, you know, and you're like, oh, wow, you're pretty good at this. Yeah. And then, yeah, I did. I found my counselor to be helpful when I, when I talked to him, it was just like, I found it like someone to like actually listen and then to be like, all right, man, well, this is where you did screw up. And you're just like, fuck, I know. And then he's just like, but to be fair, you were like, you, you like, you, you, it was just like, you got to be more in control of your emotions. And it was, it was like a whole fucking thing. Yeah. No, it's good to know that kind of stuff. Yeah. It never hurts to like have other techniques of how to cope with life. Yeah. But no, but all to go back to shrinking, this show's fucking yeah. phenomenal. And yeah, it's, it's pretty good. It's funny the contrast to Ted Lasso. The only reason why I say that is because it's the same executive producer and similar writers. So Brett, uh, Brett Goldstein, who's a character, who's an actor on the show, also writes on Ted Lasso, also writes on Shrinking. So, yeah, and then this season, or the last two seasons, like, therapy had to do with it a little bit, so I feel like something sparked in Bill Lawrence to write this show. It's interesting very, yeah it could be yeah so all i'm saying is just consume as much bill lawrence as you can to be honest yeah you're a big advocate of that guy well he's well, an executive he, producer you say yeah like he's yeah title yeah well that's kind of what they call the creator okay and he's the showrunner and all this stuff um he also is like responsible, as I said, for Scrubs, but also Spin City, and um, yeah, you've mentioned that in previous and, podcasts. And, and Clone High, though. Yeah. You ever watch Clone High as a kid? It's a cartoon, it, right? Yeah, it was one of the funniest yeah, fucking cartoons. It. it was one of the funniest fucking cartoons of all time, where you have these huh. clones of like these historical celebrities just going <clears throat> fucking through it, and it's so funny. And then like they would bring in. Like other voice actors, like Michael J. Fox did a voice acting one time. He played a uh, he played a kidney, and that's the only time Michael J. Fox is in the show. And it's, it's so funny to me because it's just outline. So he's just like, "Yeah, no, I gave you one of my kidneys," and then it zooms into his, the other kidney, and he goes like, "I miss him," and that's, <laughs> or it's just, it's just, it's dumb, but it's good comedy. That's funny. Yeah. <clears throat> But do uh, you want to get into the other show that we're both into this week? Um, just trying to think. Other show we're both into this week. Other show we're both into this week. Uh, I'm drawing a blank here. Which one are you talking about, big man? Well, you're not fooling anybody. It's 
Picard, season three, episode oh, seven. Right. Oh yeah, Star Trek Picard, like the greatest thing on fucking TV right now. Right, right, right. It's so fucking good, and like, dude, I, it's so fucking good. I hate how short these fucking episodes are. The the, the normal length of an hour long TV show. But I get to the end every time, and I'm like, "No, that's not the end. Come on, the, what the fuck?" And then, the, but that's it. That's how they fucking get you. That's like this is weekly fucking programming, man. Yeah, love it. Yeah. Fucking love it. I'm so glad that like I'm not binge watching it. That I'm taking the time to watch it episode by episode, week by week. Fuck, is it so good? Mm-hmm. Like I just they're they're just giving us so many so many things. But I'm also like. It's fucking dark at times, and I'm like, I don't like this. So dark. So dark. They've, like, never had a good day. No. And they're like, I love the implications of it all, too. Like, so in Deep Space Nine, you, like, meet the changelings, and you get to know Odo, and you hear, like, the relationship that he had with his, like, father or the guy, the scientist who discovered he was a life form and helped to, like, get him to evolve into a full changeling through experimentation, which was not always the nicest. And so Odo holds resentment towards this man who, the man looks at Odo like a child. He loves him. He he wants to be his father, basically. And uh, Odo holds all this resentment and hate towards him. So we're seeing, like, a case study in that, but yeah. not a nice person. Someone who is, like, fucking maniacally, they were at war. They're like, mm-hmm. how can we fucking fuck with this thing? How can we make this thing hurt? How can we hurt this thing? Was the person like mm-hmm. studying them? And then that changeling is now what we're seeing spawn the creator, like spawn the whole cell of people fighting against the solids. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, I get that. If you were tortured and maimed, like they're not a bad guy in their story. They're the hero. So yeah. like, what the fuck, you know? And I love that kind of storytelling too, where it's like, you think you know good and evil, you know, but you don't. You don't know what's good, what's bad in this scenario because they're not wrong. Like now Picard's like going to learn this shit and see it. And he's got the ultimate empathy for being a leader and being someone who like has brokered deals between races and stuff. He's like, fuck, <laughs> you're right. Yeah. And like, like, I mean, you had no fucking clue what she went through, right? Like, but yeah, for some reason she's acting. we're talking. For the people who yeah. are like, you know. Yeah. Uh, like, and then, like, the beginning scene where we get to see Tuvok. They are bringing back so many good characters. And yeah. I love it. Like, I know that it turns out to not be Tuvok. Yeah, we didn't really see Tuvok, but we got to see Tim Russ reprise his role as Tuvok, even if as a changeling. Yeah. Which was super fucking, like, dark. And, like, that, too, you're just like, okay, so then... Well, where the, where the fuck is Tuvok then? Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Did they kill and, Tuvok? They and must they, have, like, where? And they keep bringing up Admiral Janeway. If we don't yeah. see Admiral <laughs> Janeway, I'm gonna fucking be mad. You don't mention Admiral Janeway this much to not show me Admiral Janeway. Yeah, well, I'm just like, I would be totally okay if the next... Like they pass, like the file that they pass on to Picard from Roe is the file they pass on to start season one of Janeway. <laughs> but I don't know what's going to happen, bro. I there's so like much. It. There's so much happening this season that I, I. How are they supposed to wrap this up in one season? Or is exactly. this just the beginning of fucking something else? 
Yeah. And that's just it, right? Is this is a prelude to what's to come, which who knows, like we've talked about it, the wharf and the fucking seven of nine show. We, the Jordy LaForge or Jordy LaForge's daughter's show. Did you know that his other daughter who shows up is his actual daughter in real life? I didn't know that it was his actual daughter in real life, but that makes me happy. I just heard that. Oh, yeah, I was like, that's so cool. Nice, good for the family connection to be like, yeah, I get to be on Star Trek with my dad. I, I remember him being on it when I was a kid. And that's fucking cool. Good yeah. for you, Star Trek. Like, I just thank you to the people who are making this happen. And thank you to Patrick Stewart for willing to come back and the whole cast. It's like, fuck, this is good. So yeah. good. Oh, it's fucking unbelievable. It's so fucking good. Um, so like now that they have Picard's, like, oh, the, can we talk about the lore and data? Sorry, I was I was going to skip ahead, but like the lore and data transition. So I like how they wrote it off. Is that the Doctor Soon and uh, B four are like memory banks, but the dominant brain is either lore or data. Because I, I think, like, the goal was to combine them, not have two split personalities. Yeah. Because, because if you give Data what Lore's capable of with Data's ideas. Morality. Yeah, ide- yeah. Uh, morality, I think you get a fully developed person. Oh, 100%. And that's what they were kind of going for. But because they're such strong, like, Lore is such a strong personality, he's not just, his consciousness can't just fade into the darkness he's like i'm the forefront i'll fight for this i i have a right to exist and like you see that angst in him that he always had of like but even if it goes the other way around like with lore taking dominance but still having to deal with data's morality yeah it's human that's being a human right oh fuck because we all have that bit of darkness in us that we use the morality to guide us and that's part of being human. So yeah. like the realization that he might just be human yeah. is pretty fucking cool. You know? Oh, you have no idea how fucking cool it is. Yeah. It's funny. Uh, Crystal doesn't know like lore. The, she hasn't seen those episodes of TNG. So she's like, I hate lore. <laughs> and I no. was like, man, I need to show you all this shit. So bad. Like, so you get to know like why, how, when, where, like, there's just so much backstory, and that's what like Picard's doing too. If people are seeing this for the first time, then it's like, okay, I'd like to know more. Please, no, tell I, me more. I, 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 on the subject, you deserve a big old pat on the back because Why? because I never watched DS Nine until you kind of pushed me to it. Yeah, good. I'm and happy that you were able to because this a lot of this would have been a like, lot of this uh, would have been right over my head. And now that I'm, like, freshly, like, within a year, I saw DS9. Yeah, that's very true. It kind of worked out very well in that sense. Yeah. Yeah, man, that's fucking dope. So I kind of owe you a big old thank you for this because... You're very welcome. I'm I'm just... I owe you a thank you for listening and for trying. You know, that's part of what our podcast was in the beginning of, like, Sean and Tom recommends, which we try to bring back from time to time, but... Like, that was the point of it, is I wanted to give you something to be like, here, enjoy this, you know? And you took mm-hmm. it, you ran with it, and now look at what we're getting up because of that. Like, you know, so thank you for fucking taking the, the, the advice. 
Because you know, because like now I'm telling other people because like there are other people that are like me. They're like, well, Star Trek on a space station. Like I like Star Trek, but I like the Avengers. Like, dude, the moment he has a goatee, that yeah. show takes fucking off. Oh you yeah, do, less hair need, on top, more on the face. You you do need the uh, first two seasons just to yeah. understand what's going on, but mm-hmm. the moment. Cisco goes baldy Mick beard face. Yeah. Oh, look out! And then, like, actually, actually, and then the introduction of Worf into the show is a huge fucking takeoff. Like, I yeah, it cattle it puts a catalyst on it because there was already like looking back just before that we already had Jadzia Dax with the like Curzon connection to the Klingons, Mm -hmm. which you know, like the episode where they go to hunt avenge their the firstborn deaths. Yeah, fucking awesome episode when they brought back awesome. the three actors from the original series. Yeah, and then you like transition and when Worf comes in and it can it just tied ev- everything in a beautiful bow and let you just ride the wave. Like I can't tell you how many times I've watched the Way of the Warrior. Like it's one of those ones where if I had it on VHS, I don't think the tape would play anymore mm-hmm. because I've watched that fucking shit so many times. Yeah, I like once a year I would do I would go through old TNG again. And then, like, I periodically go through, like, I don't, I haven't rewatched Voyager from beginning to end yet. I really like that one episode where they go back in time to the 90s. Yeah, that's a fun one with Sarah Silverman. Yeah. So I watched that one quite a bit. But yeah, I should do a a, a rewatch of all of them again sometime soon. Yeah, it wouldn't just, hurt. They're, and they're like, just so good. They're giving us pieces of voyager pieces of deep space nine pieces of the next generation that's what's so awesome even pieces of the original series there hasn't been a lot of tie-ins yet to enterprise but i'm sure there will be or discovery or but there's like options for all of that as well right it's just Mm -hmm. interesting yep like i wouldn't be surprised that data knows how to make that that particular engine work yeah exactly I could see it as well. It would be fucking awesome. There's just so much. I just, I don't even know where to fuck to begin when I'm like talking about it and dealing with it all. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, yeah. Uh, honestly, it's like a Star Trek nerd's fucking dream come true. Cause like, that's all we ever wanted. Like, even like before Picard started, you and I would talk about like, how great would it be if they made like a TNG movie or just bringing back that cast somehow, yeah. some way, fucking. Well, ever because it would be fucking amazing and here we are at this point where we were just like you know what fuck yes like it doesn't bother me how old everyone is it's the fact like oh it's just it's so good and like yeah everyone <clears throat> like everyone kind of sticks to like what they're doing and i i i'm a little upset that we didn't get like a taste of what like Riker. Like, I know that Riker's being tortured, but Deanna's there, so, like, I want to know what's going on there. Yeah, Or is it actually Deanna? Yeah, that too, right? That's a very good point. We're dealing with fucking changelings, so we don't know anything. We, like, it's, we don't know a goddamn thing, and that's what I like about it, too. Every step of the way, we're left going, like, well, what the hell? Well, what's next? Well, what's next? Like, I just don't know. But I'm telling you, Thomas Riker's on that fucking ship. I just feel it. I fucking feel it. But no. It, and that, like, it, it doesn't support the story anymore because they're not the changelings that we thought they were. 
You know what I mean? The, she learned how to like create the human form and she's been passing that on to people to changeling she's encountered since. Yeah. From the tent. I also, well, I also want to know who she's answering to. Yeah. And wouldn't it be just a little bit interesting if she was answering to Odo? Like, I know that the actor can't come back. Yeah. But, like, you've seen what they've done with technology these days. Yeah, you're right. So, could you imagine if the bad guy was Odo? Like, the- Yeah, that would be interesting for sure. Like you uh, just like know. just him because you only ever see him as like liquid. the actress who played the um, founder that was like in charge of the Dominion. Basically, mm-hmm. she's still alive and around. Yeah, and she was like pretty fucking anti-solid. So they said that she was like answering for her crimes and that she was going to be like in a penal colony of some kind in the Federation. That's kind of where we left DS Nine, but we don't know. And, okay, and who the fuck are these guys? Like, what race is it that is serving that too? Yeah. Like, are they all just changelings? I don't... They're not. The, they don't look like it, them. Or they're a new version of the Jem'Hadar. Yeah, exactly. Which is like, I just... I mean, where the fuck are the Jem'Hadar? Why don't they have the Jem'Hadar or the Vorda serving them in any kind of way? Because they're not the founders. They're a different changeling. But it's like, I don't know. There's just so many things to answer to. Oh. I just, like, all I know is I think we're going to be satisfied come the final episode. And I don't think, like, I think that this story continues. Because, like, how long did the Dominion War take? Like, it didn't even finish. Like, it did kind of finish within DS9, but it took, like, what, three? It was three years of that. Yeah. 100%. So, like, I don't know. I'm here for it. Fuck yeah. So I got to check something here. Well, okay, first I want to transition into hockey. You heard about Dreisaitl, Kane, and McDavid all getting their 300th goal in the last week. Yeah. Not too shabby, got to say. We beat out uh, Vegas 7-4, and then we beat the Kings 2-0. Yeah, I knew so many people at the game, at the Kings versus Oilers game. What do you mean? I knew like five people at that fucking game. Oh, really? That's funny. Hey, Hey, it's a hockey time, man. It's a fucking hockey time right now, and it's well, we're two so... weeks out of the final, of the two two weeks out of the end of the season. Yeah, baby, I'm so fucking excited, Tom. And like, yeah. <clears throat> uh, Stuart Skinner, our goalie, just set a new record for the most wins in a month 10, 10 wins. Like he surpassed Grant Fuhrer and all these other people, and it's just like that's the right time to start going on a hot streak, guy. Yeah, I love it. I fucking love it. I'm here for it. I'm just excited for what's to come. And topping all of that, everything that I've just said, even more exciting, Tommy's winning the hockey pool. Don't fucking jinx it, man. It's a guaranteed fucking no. win. There's Don't no fight. way he can't win. I'm so excited. Like, no, I, no, 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 no. It's, it's so fucking tight, man. <laughs> I'm just fucking with Yeah, no, but yeah, things are looking up. Like, I'm looking. I it up, but I've been watching from yeah. afar. Every once yeah. in a while, I'll load it up yeah. and be like, yeah. Out of fucking boy. So like, I'm only ahead by 12 points. And, yeah, it's tight as fuck. And, and like, there's times where you get 25 points in one fucking game. And yeah. that cocksucker's got McDavid. Yeah. So then, yeah. Yeah, and I don't want to jinx the fucking Oilers, but Jesus Christ, can he just slow down? And then, like, How do you I kinda... feel about him going to hit 150? 
I'm one I didn't four. say that in a good sentence, but I think it's happening, and that'll put him like one of only six players or something to ever do that, which is fucking mind-boggling how good this man is. Yeah, it she makes just, sense. Like, I want the Oilers to win the Cup so badly. Me too. I can see it. I can feel it. And this year, like last year I was going on about it, I, we're better this year. We are better yeah. right now than we have ever been in my like since I've been an adult. It's fucking awesome to watch. I don't oh. care what happens in the end because it's just a sport. But it's life, and it's you all care I care a little about. bit. You care a little bit. <laughs> it's life, and it's all I care about. Yeah, yeah. 100%. yeah. It's um, it's just a, it's a good time, and like to speak to like being like number one in the pool. Like I have been like I was at number three for a little while. I was at number two for a little while, and then like guys made a whole bunch of trades that may or may not have worked out for them. So like. Now that the trade deadline's done, so you can't. There's no take backsies. Yeah, I'm not sure if I regretted getting rid of Evander Kane. I know that he's been consistent, but this guy I got, I traded him for. That's on Boston. Is doing well on Boston, and Boston's having a strong season. Hundred percent. So you can't second guess yourself. You just gotta... no, and no, you got to go with your gut and all this stuff. So yeah. like, and like since. To be honest, since dropping Kane, I took first place. Yeah, that's true, too. Sometimes your team just... You never know what piece won't fit in any team. Yeah. And sometimes yeah. you move a piece. But, like, right now, we're going into... Did like anyone else two... take Kane? No, nobody else did. And it's past they the lost. Yeah. And um, going into the last two weeks... Why? Well, it's because I have them franchised. Because once you franchise a player, you, you have them. Oh, fuck, right, right. Yeah. What is the uh, prize pool? Refresh my memory. It was nine players. Second and third place both get a payout. So yeah. then first place is probably like 500, 600 bucks. Did anybody go over in trades? Or oh, a like lot that? of people went over in trades. Like I know that I, I owe like I owe like 15 bucks. Um, the guy who, this Andrew Bolas guy, whoever he is, yeah. he owes so much money. Oh, yeah. If you just go through the chat about trades... Yo. His name pops up a few times, does it? <laughs> oh. And then, like, Beast Mode did so many fucking trades to just end up in seventh. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Or ninth. No, that's that's Morgan. Oh. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. I, every fucking Morgan's so pissed about being in last place because every single time I'm like, yeah, so let's see about trading this way. He was like, don't even fucking talk to me about hockey. Apparently I don't. <laughs> Apparently, I don't know shit about hockey. <laughs> that's just the name of the game, and that's it is yeah. what it is with that kind of but, thing. You can do everything right, and your players just don't perform. So I, I do like the idea that they've been kicking around about next year with like having last place pay an additional hundred bucks just yeah. for, just to make it more competitive for the final four, like the bottom four guys. So at least mm-hmm. you're then you're fighting for not last place, not. Sucking, yeah, yeah, I yeah. get that. And, that makes and then, sense. And then you're good because then you're more inclined to make trades because then, like, if there's no punishment for last place, then you just be like, well, this is a hockey pool for three people right now. Because Hogan, Hogan is like 50 points out, but if he has two really good days, he's back in it. Yeah, for sure. There was a post actually uh, of someone playing uh, the bongos, like plastic drums, the buckets at a hockey game, I believe it was. And it said, I'm not looking for cash or donations. I just suck at fantasy football. Yeah. 
those kind of yeah. little things are pretty funny. Well, I, I saw one. I saw one where a guy had to take a take his take a blow up doll on a date at like Chili's. I, I saw that too, actually. Yeah. <laughs> and then they told his wife he was cheating on her. <laughs> they get creative with the punishments, and it's pretty fun to see. Oh like... <laughs> fuck! It, like if we did things like that, it'd be fucking absurd. But yeah, it gets a little scary when you're dealing with those. You, but you, but you also need to be in a position to like actually do that, right? Like, yeah, you, like for you and I that don't live in the same town as most of these guys, like, yeah, how, it wouldn't how will the they enforce it? For sure, you'd have to like really be a good a good sport about it and blah blah blah. But yeah, no, yeah. it's cool though. I'm happy to see how the rest of the season goes for you, sir, and I wish you the best of luck. Yeah, I fucking like fourteen days, man. Fourteen days I have to hold this lead, and like, and I got two injuries. But one should be coming back. One's day to day, and one should be coming back. Krill Capra, uh, Cap, how do you say Kaprizov? Yeah, Kaprizov. Him being hurt, fucking hurts me because like that's yeah, point. he's a fucking superstar, that guy. And then, uh, and then Shea Theodore just got hurt. And it's not, and like it's past the trade deadline, so it's not like I can. Yeah, you can't make it up. No, it's exciting though. It's fun to see that you're doing yeah. well. Yeah. Um, hockey in general is fucking awesome. I'm just excited to see what comes next. You know what I mean? The playoffs, who who the Oilers are going to match up against, and you know every matchup is exciting in the playoffs too, right? Uh, yeah, man. There's nothing wrong with uh, uh playoff hockey it's one of the fucking best things in the world it's um it, it like it unites everyone even if you root for a different team it's just uh it's just like the best i've been trying to figure out what i wanted to do like to commemorate i know you're gonna be tired of hearing of this shit because you just berated me publicly for a week or two ago but I've been trying to find out what my one-year reward will be for quitting smoking. I'm taking myself to a playoff game. That's my reward. I've never been to playoff hockey before, and so I intend to do that as a reward for myself. I, I, I didn't berate you for it. I just I'm thought sorry for bringing it up. I, I just thought at one point it would. I just thought it was really funny to say what I said at that time. I know. I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to a playoff game. I decided Good. recently, and I'm like, I deserve that. I've been a fucking Oilers fan my whole life. I went through the 25 dark years. There was a stat the other day. If Jordan Everly got 44 points, he was our season leader in 2011, I believe it was. And McDavid has 144. They wanted to, like, put that into perspective for us Oilers fans. <laughs> that's fucking insane. It's insane. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I still I have my... I still have my Eberle jersey. Yeah, I liked Eberle in his time, but it, we didn't know what we had, and it was just a painful fucking era. But yeah, I've always been an Oilers fan. I'm not a fucking – even this is with everything in life. I'm not a Fairweather fan. If I <clears throat> support someone or, or a team, I am there for the good times. I'm there for the dark times. That's just the kind of person that I am. I don't bail on the shit because it's getting high, high, high waves. I will, say, I, I will say this. Like, I've been a Canadian fan my entire life. It was hard not to be an Oilers fan when I got to Edmonton. Yeah. The fan, like, because I'll say this. The fans in Montreal fucking suck. We, they're, like, the worst yeah, group of people. <laughs> worst group of people I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> life. Like, That's they're funny. just 
awful. And I'll say that till the fucking cows come home. Like that's like, so living in Nova Scotia, there's a lot of like Toronto fans and like, and I get shit for it all the time. I'm like, hold on a second. Yes. I'm a Montreal fan, but also I know our fans fucking suck. So like, I don't know, do with that information what you will. And I love it when people like, like I wear my Habs hat all the time at work and I love it when they give me, give me shit for it where they're like, oh, fuck, take that fucking toilet seat off. I'm like, Jesus Christ, here we go. Who do you root for? Like, Leafs or Bruins? And they're like, I don't root for either one of those teams. I root for Vancouver. I'm like, you don't even have a fucking toilet seat. You're just as fucking bad. It's essentially a Montreal Canadiens fucking ripoff with your C on the chest. And then you have an Orca, (laughs) what has nothing to do with a fucking Canuck. And then you have the worst jerseys in the fucking league. The worst jerseys. I don't mind. And then you fucking uh, suck. Yeah, you fucking yeah. suck all the time, always. That's funny. Um, yeah, it, it's so fun having that, like, those arguments with people about hockey and their team and your team. And I don't know. I was talking with this about a guy the other day uh, at work. He was he said something along the lines of, like, uh, oh, someone should punch that fucking guy or whatever about a fan. And I was like, no, man, fuck that. It's all about sportsmanship and respecting. It's a, It's fun. I love chirping people. I fucking love yeah. chirping other teams' fans, but yeah. I would never, ever, like, bring it to the level of physical violence in any way. That shit bothers me. I would basketball. never punch out a person just for rooting for a different team. That is something. No, me neither. That is the it's dumbest thing in the world. when you see that kind of show, or someone, like, throws a drink at them or whatever. You're like, fuck off, man. Grow up. And they get if these I people that get so annoyed, right? They get so annoyed just because, like, you root yeah. for the other team. You need to fucking. If I saw someone do that to someone else's fan, I wouldn't be like, I wouldn't be supporting that guy. I'd be supporting the the other and go protect that fucking guy. You know. Yeah. 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 Like, and then that's the thing. Like, I always wanted to watch Habs Bruins in Boston, but the thing is, is like, I don't know if I. I can't. I I I need a I need a few people with me. You know what I mean? It's. I told you about that, I think, when I went to Calgary like eight years ago and there was an Oilers game and we beat them like 7-2, just a thrashing and me and Kieran were in a bar and yeah. we were like celebrating every goal like, yeah, like, fucking hammered and the yeah. waitress came over and was like, uh, boys, you guys might want to tone it down a bit, like have a look around and there was like every other table was Calgary Flames fans looking at us like fucking angry and they scored another goal and we were like, yeah, <laughs> like, I don't give a shit. I don't yeah. give a shit. If I'm in enemy territory, I will fly that fucking flag yeah, louder yeah. and bigger than anyone else in the fucking world. I don't give a shit. But that's just me. Well, it's fucking hilarious. It's so like, I, and I'm all for it. Like I, Toronto, I have no problem wearing Habs gear. It's just like if I were to go to like Boston or Philadelphia, those they have such a reputation of just like, oh yeah, fuck you, let's go. Yeah, exactly. No, you're, gonna, you're gonna come into my city and not root for my team? Okay, buddy. <laughs> I like that <clears throat> that uh, audacity of the people. I can respect it in a certain way, but at the same time, it's a sport. And you should be happy that they're supporting their teams because it keeps all of our teams alive. It keeps the league alive. Yeah. You know what I mean? Those rivalries and those the passion in, that goes into it, right? Yeah. But hockey is hockey, and I love hockey. It's so good. It's so good. What an exciting time to be alive. I see you're wearing your Moosehead jersey. Yeah. I just, 
to be fair, I just got out of bed and my version Let's of comfort. Can you show me the like full emblem? Yeah, that's sick. It's got the Minnesota colors, but beautiful jersey. Yeah, it's honestly, I think it's one of the best jerseys in the queue. Um, sea Dogs have some pretty decent jerseys. Um, like, you know what I can't wait to get is uh, I think next year I'm going to go in with a buddy on season tickets to uh, the Thunderbirds, which is the lower cross team. Okay. And they have some beautiful fucking jerseys. How many games a season would that be? It's not a lot, unfortunately. No, I'm it's just like, curious. It, it, I don't know a, how much they play. It, it's, a, it's an 18-game season within and nine home games. No, oh, that's pretty reasonable. Yeah, I know, but it's the same price as Moosehead games, and you get, like, triple the amount of games. Yeah, that's a little tricky in that sense. But if it's popular, I'm sure it would be fun to attend. Honestly, lacrosse games are sick. They really are. And I, uh, comparing lacrosse to the Mooseheads, like, they take the regular season game, like, they put on a fucking show, and they sell out. Like, Mooseheads don't sell out as much as they should. Yeah. Um, but because they're a pro lacrosse team, people fucking, like, it, I went with Hillary to one a week ago or two weeks ago now, and they they sold out the whole lower bowl and yeah. then the the upper bowl had a fair amount of people in there and then like every goal there's fireworks there's music going the whole time there's That's cheerleaders fun. there's like for your buck for that experience it's a good time it's a really yeah, fucking i like good time. the entertainment value as well as yeah. certain things like that at yeah. times yeah like it sucks edmonton doesn't have a team but calgary has a cool team they have the calgary roughnecks and they've been yeah. in the league like since I was a kid, and like that's something to get into. Like I, I would personally, I would. Yeah. And now, now I like, kind of get into like I, I like I'm a bit of like a jersey collector a little bit. Like I, I know see that, that yeah, it's nice. Yeah, you got a like, good like stick going, and it's not like teams per se. It's players, but there are certain teams I would like to get, and this one's gonna rub you the wrong way, but. You'll understand why. I would like to get a Calgary Hitman jersey. Yeah, they they they're so they're named after, and then you can roll your eyes at this, but he's a great Canadian. They're named after Brett the Hitman Hart, the wrestler. Who's that? He's a Calgary native, but he was one of like the biggest wrestlers of the nineties. Like the the like you know like I like, think it's First Nations now. What are you talking about? You said he's a Calgary native. I don't think you're supposed to say it like that anymore. That means he's from Calgary. Oh fuck! Okay, sorry. That's that's what that means. Like he's native. That was so to unnecessary. But... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really took the fucking went out of my. So anyway, they named <laughs> they named the junior team after him. Really, I didn't know that. That's kind of a cool it, fact. Yeah. So every year they do their own Brett the Hitman Hard Edition <clears throat> jersey, which is like a hockey mask with the fucking glasses he used to wear, and it's like pink black and white it's fucking sick if you google it like if you like i think you will have an appreciation for the i've seen it before i will say this and don't hold this against me in the future please but i can say i do very much respect the Hart brothers and the um worldwide attention that they've brought to alberta yeah you know what i mean there is people from all over who know what Edmonton and Calgary is because of those brothers and one of them passed away I believe in Edmonton and it was a pretty like pretty rough you know 
I was up was that on Bowen Hart. Is that right? Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to search it right now. I don't know all the, like, statistics of it all. I just remember it happening and being like, fuck, that sucks. Like, because I do know, like, I respect anybody who, you know, represents in a nice way for your community. you got to, like, give them some love, and it sucks to see. He died in Kansas. <laughs> oh, okay. Kansas City, Missouri. Right. But, like, no, but they brought, they put Canada on the map for... You as much as you're not, but as much as you're not a fan of wrestling, it is a worldwide phenomenon, and it put Canada on the map. I do respect what they did for our communities, right? And then in the, I wish that I don't wish this, but like in the alternate universe where my family didn't move out of Calgary, yeah, and I was like raised in Calgary, I would have loved to have gone to the dungeon, which is what the so the Hearts had their own. Uh, wrestling company like Stampede Wrestling, and yeah. it was in their on their house in the house of, of the Hart family, and they they called it the Dungeon, where yeah. they would perform shows. And I, because like the people that came out of there, were all all had a, a future as pro- professional wrestlers. Like my like my favorites like as a kid growing up like. Chris Jericho, like the, all all the Canadian wrestlers that like made names for themselves, all went through that. Uh, went went through the dungeon at one point and like learned from Stu Hart and the other Hart brothers, and then to meet Brett and Owen later later in life because they were doing their thing at the top yeah. of the top of the mountain. Anyway, all that to say is it's a dope fucking jersey. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, and then like there are just like individual players I would like to get, and then there's like cool events i would like if i went to a game in like dallas and it was like dallas versus whoever i think i would get a jersey just like correct like to remember like but then like i don't know like who who i would get i would never ever don a jersey of another team because i'm a loyal oil to death yeah but i will wear team canada Football, I would consider it like if I went to a football game, baseball game, I would, but I don't ride for other see, teams. See, this is the shit. thing. I don't understand why I don't have this for hockey, but I do for football. I can't wear another team's jersey for football. But yeah. but for hockey, I find it's because it's... I think because you travel to many different cities. If you lived in the U.S. and you went to many different arenas and football arenas, I feel like you would feel differently. No, man, I don't think I would. I don't think I no. would because there's like there's this weird loyalty to these teams. Whereas like hockey, there's so many like trades are huge, and then you follow players, and then you want your teams to do well. So like like yeah. I, I'm fine. Like you could, it's real easy to be a fan of the individual player, and I understand how you can do that for football, but f- yeah. I find. As much as hockey is a team sport, yeah, it's a lot easier to be a fan of one individual player. Whereas the, those individual players in football really need the other uh, eleven or the other ten in the NFL. Would, so, um, would it have anything to do with your dad? Like because he was a coach and you were around like that kind of stuff, like or to do with hockey as well. Like would he like how did he feel was he only montreal or only for his team or was he loyal to other teams as well montreal and edmonton buddy yeah that's what your dad cheered for basically hey yeah he was a huge oilers fan man yeah he, i remember hearing that if, actually, if you it's too bad you never had a conversation with him because he would 
he could have impressed you with the amount of fucking Oilers knowledge he had. I bet. And, I'd be and, like, I'm a so no, I don't know nothing. You are so smart. <laughs> he he would have fucking knocked you on your ass with just knowledge. He just would have been I like, believe it. And he always liked how the Oilers always played the same way. So Yeah, their style of hockey. Yeah. Yeah, so like there was a little while where I was like a Calgary fan, but that was in the Fanuf Ginla era because I found that Calgary was the only team that played Canadian style hockey, where where we'll beat the shit out of you in the corners and be, play tough, but also be skilled enough to put the puck in the net. Like you yeah. gotta admit, like the two thousand, like as an Oilers fan, you have to admit, like the two thousand three to two thousand, like two thousand two to two thousand and five, that era of Flames. We're a fucking top tier team. Yeah, they definitely sucked a lot. It was awful to see them in any way. They were just shitty. Again, like can go fuck himself. I agree a hundred percent. And then there's that thing. I have a certain <clears throat> amount of hate for them because of that that they were yeah. good. Yeah. That they kicked so, their ass a lot of times. So I they it boiled the blood in me. But last year, baby, twenty twenty two, suck it, flames. Yeah. So like and for me, like as like a hockey fan and like you get to like enjoy these individual players. That's why I feel yeah. like I think I can even include Boston and Leafs in this. There is at least a player on every team. Granted, I'm going to have to go back through the years to do it. Yeah, of course. There's there's people who deserve respect regardless of what jersey they donned. Yeah, and like I know exact. Excuse me. I know exactly who I would get on pretty much every team. Yeah, I could see doing like a shrine to all those players, hanging them on the wall. If I had like owned a bar, I could mm-hmm. see doing that, but I would never yeah. put them on my body. That's fucking. Oh no, I would. I would. I would never wear a Leafs jersey, and I would never wear a Bruins jersey. Don't you fucking start with me. I'm going to kick you in the stern. I'm going to fly to Edmonton just to beat you up. You didn't say a goddamn word. I just no, touched I, my head. I, I, like, I, I, I know, know, but I fucking know you well enough that you're about to fucking either say <laughs> something or think something really fucking rude. Okay? I thought some things, but I won't put them into words. But yeah, people can tune into previous episodes to know what I'm talking about right now. <laughs> yeah. It's, again, I'm going to tell you one more time. It's a blue fucking rodeo jersey. <laughs> So I have to like share what we talked about pre-podcast now. Tom raised a cup with fucking blue and white on. <laughs> and I was immediately like, is that a fucking Toronto cup? And he tore into me a little bit and I got him a little fired up. And then I realized he was hungover and I was like, hey, I better play nice. He's having a bit of a morning. I don't need to fucking jab him right now. It is actually a Hawkins cup made in the style of a Toronto Maple Leafs cup. Just like the blue rodeo jersey that's made in a Toronto style. It's not even so, made in Toronto style. Like there's... Five different kinds of blue on it. Like, yeah, Toronto has one set of blue. <laughs> they have a light blue too. I'm pretty sure, don't they? No, you're thinking of the Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh Penguins, sir. Okay, yeah, it could be. Um, anyways, I'll, I digress. <laughs> ah, like, I love you, buddy. Yeah, let me ask you this. Okay, let's say hypothetically, let's say um, Josh was a. Huge Quebec Nordiques fan because he was okay, okay, okay. I'll, I'll go with this then. So let's say Josh was a giant Quebec Nordiques fan. Um, would you? And you let's say you were Oprah rich, okay. Uh, would you uh, give him a, a game in the Colorado Avalanche to the Colorado? 
whilst wearing the retro reverse jerseys of the Quebec Nordiques to give him the fan-filled experience that he would want. Yeah, like granted, what they're I not give playing the Oilers. What I give that to him is that what you mean that, but you have to wear the jersey with him. No, so like you have the experience of just you know what I know that I'm an Oilers fan, but tonight and tonight only <clears throat> for my brother. Yeah, I, I like this is what I feel like. I love respecting other people. I love doing kind things for other people, but I would never do it at a detriment to myself or my own beliefs. You know what I mean? Like, Josh did cheer for the Nordiques for years, but, like, and I think this is what it boils down to. I can psychologically analyze myself on this one. Mm. Me being as true an Oilers fan as I am is also loyalty to my dad because my dad was, like, always, you know, he watched the Oilers before they were in the NHL when he Mm. moved out here from Ontario. He he never cheered for the Leafs. He was in the Chicago, actually, prior to um, the Oilers becoming a team. And so my whole life... My dad was always Oilers, only Oilers. And mm. so me being loyal to the team is also kind of feels like being loyal to my dad. So me donning a jersey to another team of any any other NHL team, it would feel like I was not only like doing something I didn't believe in, but it would also be going against my dad in a certain way, if that makes sense. No, it does. My dad, like my only parents and like I just... That loyalty cannot be broken in my heart, you know, and that's no. how maybe that's why I tie that so much to hockey as well because it's I, something we've always shared. I feel the same way, man, and like I'm a big. Uh, that's why I'm a big Bears fan, right? I was raised, yeah, no, and that could be part of the reason why you're loyal to the soil to the Bears and would never because yeah. of that too, right? It's, yeah. it's a weird thing, and, we and, I, and you know what? And I think that's why. Uh, yeah. but, and so, like, this is how I this is why I have a different feeling towards it when it comes to hockey is that Chris also valued how good players were. Yeah, exactly. Which is why so, now you can do that as well and have that appreciation. Yeah. Right? yeah so it wasn't like about one team. Yeah. Did we do we watch the Canadians fucking religiously? And then, yeah. like, you know, would he talk about the Oilers? Yeah, I would stay up and watch uh, Edmonton play with him, play with him. All the time, uh, and then, uh, and then, but he would tell you stories about like the Chicago Blackhawks, or he would because he fucking had all of this knowledge. Like he took in stats, he could tell you who were the first ten draft picks of any fucking year. Pick a yeah. year, he probably could have told you. It was stupid. It didn't make sense, and he was like, he loved he loved draft day. You know how terrible draft day is in the NHL. I've heard you tell me this. Like it's that's so funny. I've had I've had to watch so many NHL drafts with my father, and they're boring as shit, Sean. Uh, that's funny. You're watching, but I mean, t- like he had a lot invested too because he was involved in junior hockey, right? Like well, no, no, players. no, not not all the time. Yes, it happened later, and he was invested, and he had guys that played for him that could have been drafted. Yeah, I get that. This went on. This was this is his forever. Dude, he was always watching the draft. And you have to be a specific kind of fucking psychopath to watch the fucking draft. Yeah, there's <laughs> trade like yeah, there's trades and stuff that happen at times and that's exciting to see, but you are watching yeah. the exact same fucking interview for like an hour and a half going oh, no, they're a great great team. I just want to do whatever I can to help the hockey club. Uh it's just a real honor to be drafted. Um, you know, I'm just going to do what I can and, 
no, it's a, it's a good it's a good team to be a part of. And like, <laughs> and then you watch that thirty fucking times, thirty two yeah. times now. That's fucking awesome. But I mean, like, it's magic if you're like from his perspective. I guess I I haven't watched a full draft. I couldn't like anytime the no. others are in the draft. They, like it seems like we pick first. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, and then like he'll do things like ah, you see this player. This is a Montreal Canadiens prospect right there. And then he would tell me that about PK Subban. Like he was a prospect at the time. Wasn't drafted yet, but a prospect. <laughs> how the fuck did he know that? How do you how how like how do you know that teams are thinking about drafting that fucking guy? And he was right. So was it? Yeah, I guess <laughs> if you're on the beat, if you know the beat of it, you know the beat of it, right? Which is fucking yeah. super cool. Yeah, it it and it's crazy. Like, he knew all this shit, and like so, like for me, like I remember, like you know, I remember like. Like favorite players growing up, like oh, Chris Chelios was my favorite. Ray Bork was one of my favorites. Like, and then you get to like see them play sometimes, or you get to watch them on TV. Like, I got to watch Chelios play when he played with the Red Wings. I don't think I ever had the pleasure to see uh, Ray Bork play like live. Yeah. But like, yeah. I've seen Sidney Crosby. I've seen Connor McDavid. Fucking New York was playing Montreal when when the. Gretzky was on the Rangers, and my dad took Michelle. And I'm like, to this day, I'm like, should have been fucking me. <laughs> That's really funny. Um, I got, I've seen so many greats too. I've been blessed, like in my life, to you know have the opportunity to see most of the people that I've wanted to see. Like getting to see Crosby and Ovechkin play in our era of like greats, or the I guess. Oh yeah, I've seen I've seen Ovi. I've seen Ovi as well. Sorry, I didn't mean to. No, 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 I just started thinking of the greats. And then, like, you look at some of the other, the past players, too, that I've had to, like, even getting to see, like, Martin St. Louis back in the day for the Tampa Bay Lightning. That was my first game that I ever went to was against Tampa. Mm -hmm. And it was, like, just these things are fucking super cool. Yeah. I got to see Paul Correa. Paul Correa was great. Yeah, same. And, like, that's who I would get for a Ducks jersey. You know what I mean? Like. It's a toss-up between Paul Correa or Timo Solani. But here's – you know what I would do, though? I would get a Paul Correa Ducks jersey, and then I would get a Timo Solani Sharks jersey. That would be cool. Yeah. And then, and it's like the, like I would love to have all 32 teams and, like, be able to pick a player on each one and then all that. Like, I know – for the most part, I know exactly who I would put on any, uh, any jersey. I, I, it would just be good to get like the right style, the right era, and all that stuff. So like, yeah, an avalanche, like, uh, yeah, I could see doing that as well. Like I said, if I owned a bar, I'd put them on the wall, like yeah. a wicked player from each team. But I would never wear them, just yeah. personally. Obviously, one day I'm gonna get you. One day I'm gonna get you bombed, and the moment you pass out, I'm gonna put a jersey on you. That's dirty. Yeah. I'm a feisty one when I sleep. A nice flames, <laughs> a nice flames jersey. Yucky. Again uh, on the back with a fucking C on it. Um, that's disgusting. Yeah. I would never that's wish who, that on anyone. Th- that's who I would get uh, on Calgary. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to sign into the email right now so that I can read the email that was sent. 
but it's wanting me to send all kinds of verification codes for you. So you're just going to have to read the email. You can screen share with me and then I can read the email if you want, just to get it out of the way. Cause I know that we have an email and I know it's not necessarily a favorable one that you want to read. I want to read it in the right context so that you're not like, you know, enraged by it. Cause I'm not trying to upset you. I think it was a nicer email. It was just, I, I think I should be the one to present it. That's fair. Uh, let me see here. There's no screen. And then I have some news for you as well on the Sean front, but I want to read the email first to get that out of the way, and then I'll cap us off with some exciting Sean stuff. Okay. Oops. I, I, I can't do the screen share for open your setting system and click screen recording and allow your browser to share the screen. Can I do that whilst in this recording uh, we're gonna see. find out yeah um so we got like some dead air right now so uh, not really we don't ever dead air we never really have dead air yeah we're still kind of talking we're still kind of here we're tech not tech savvy so we have to figure this out as we go but that's okay yeah. um, um everything that. else is uh pretty bitching just trying to get this little part sorted out yeah. Um, all right. <laughs> I, um, I'm just going to go and do this. Uh, Excellent. Four. Um, anyways, yeah, no, everything is uh, everything's just, pretty exciting right now. What's going I, on? I just forwarded it to your personal email. Oh, look at that. That's fucking smart man there. That is yeah. so smart. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. It's like stupid with the... I like that they don't want you to fucking get into people's emails and stuff like that. But like, for yeah. fuck's sakes, why does it have to be so complicated sometimes? You know what yeah. I mean? Okay. Yeah. Here we go. Cue the music. Okay. Music. Two sides to every email. Two sides to everyone. Two sides to every email. Settle in, let's get it done. It's from the one and only Kieran Hamilton, of course. That's yeah. why I wanted to read it, because I know you're like, I'm not fucking reading this cocksucker's emails anymore. Maybe you didn't use such harsh language. Hey, Broda and Flapjacks. Hope you are both doing well. It has been a rough week for my podcasting with the episode not airing, and now to to listen to in one week he's referring to when we had dropped two because we had some technical difficulties where does one find the time anyways i apologize i got you so fired up it's not healthy i just wanted to make sure the quitting smoking hockey deal which you made on your podcast publicly wasn't dragged out like the chip debacle i am glad you guys figured it out sorry if i hurt you Sorry if I hurt your ego. I wasn't trying to say you were Welshing on your bet. If that's how you read it, I see you as a man of your word. I just wanted some free hockey tickets and acknowledgement of how well Sean and I have done with quitting smoking. And I saw a prime opportunity to slide it in as a replacement if need be with two laughing faces. So instead of name calling and slaps, why don't we hug it out when you're here next? (laughs) As for me agreeing with Sean, it's not his doing. I just tend to side side with bunny ears with him more hence why he's my ride or die homie i'm not sure why addy agrees with him usually maybe you just have unpopular opinions haha i'm just kidding in capital letters please don't be mad at me also capital letters 
We will always have mushrooms, though, Tom, with a green heart. <laughs> I believe we always won't have mushrooms, Kieran. That's just it, exactly. <laughs> and my only question this week is that it is St. Patty's Day. Do you guys have any plans for celebrating Irish history and your favorite Irish people? Love always, Kieran. Obviously, St. Patty's Day was now a couple weeks ago. It's now fucking April Fool's Day, so we didn't get to the email. But sometimes it's good to let. It's the greatest April Fool's joke ever. What? Now we're answering your email? April Fool's, motherfucker. (laughs) That's funny. Do you have any favorite favorite Irish people? You two? Anything like that? (laughs) Niall? Wait, I, I don't know how. I don't know my options um or, or or how far i can go so yeah like you know i, guess. I will say this christy moore he's an irish musician he does like kind of folky celtic music yeah. I, I fucking love that guy the wolf tones another great um yeah. i'm gonna forget some but there's a lot of really interesting Irish music out there and it inspired so much other music too that it's cool to hear it's i will still out there. I will say that nothing compares to Sinead O'Connor. <laughs> nice. Nothing compares to you. It's going to be in my fucking head all day now. Yeah. Um, I don't know my favorite Irish people. Uh, One of my most favorites, actually, that I know is Ray Hamilton, Kieran's dad. Fucking solid dude. Derek yeah. Hamilton, another great one, Kieran's older brother. Not Kieran, but um, Derek Hamilton, Ray Hamilton... Fucking solid dudes. Xavier Hamilton, another one. Fucking solid Irish dude. That's just another uh, yeah, Hamilton yeah. I'm beefing with. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, like, I don't know if you go fame and stuff. Like, I appreciate, like, I don't know. I would like to meet actual Irish people. Yeah. Now, hear me out. Like, I don't know how far the generation gap goes for Kieran. His dad's full-blown came here. And okay. his two older his two older brothers were born in Ireland as well. Okay. Kieran was the first Canadian born uh, oh. of his family. Okay. So, so he's pretty... very, very through and through Irish, that's okay. for sure. So, like, you and I are, He has like... his Irish citizenship. He can have both. That's yeah. how Irish So you, you, you and I are, like, five generations Canadian. So, exactly. like, it's gotten to the point, if someone asks me what my nationality is, I say I'm Canadian. Because, I'm Canadian, yeah. Yeah, you have to really go back. I do, like, tell people that I have Celtic roots, you know what I mean? But I, well, who if, doesn't? If, if Ireland and Canada you, goes you're, to war. You're a white guy in Canada, Sean. Yes, of course yeah. you have Celtic roots. It's not, it's not a fucking secret. However... Well, I could be Slavic. There's a lot of Ukrainian whites here as well. A lot of Russian whites. Yes, but like, look at the last name as well. Yeah. Okay, Sides. you're a wolf. Yes. I am yeah. Sean Sidez. Yes. So I am like, from many different places in the world and many different experiences to share with you. Um, yeah, that's one option. Yeah, so like, I don't know. I am Sides. There's so many options. You can just play it however you want. And yeah, can come from you, anywhere. You're really like leaning into this and then like you have no idea how ignorant you sound. <laughs> you, ever, you, ever, you, you ever hear Tom Segura's joke about the guy thinking he was Japanese? Super funny. <laughs> yeah, man. You're just like saying it in Japanese. Like, like you're like, 
But that's Sa- what you can do. <laughs> Sagura. Like, Sagura. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's that, Japanese that if you say it, though. Like, if my name is Smith, he goes, Smith. Like, it's the same, <laughs> same effect. That's my point. I, was, like, I wasn't thinking that, but that is basically my point, is you can say your name in any way, and it can be from anywhere, yeah. in the opposite way that he was saying it. Or you think <laughs> it's from anywhere. That's the thing. Yeah, you could. Yeah. I, so, we've had this conversation many times on Triangle episodes as well, of, like, how do you tell people how to spell her last name? Because you say sides, and people are like, what? How do you spell that? Because it's just not a name you hear every day. Well, now they do because of this fucking super famous podcast. But yes, you know, it's a classic. I did pull it out yesterday. I'm like, so what's your last name? Sides. How do you spell that? It's like left and right put together, man. It's the word. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Um. So other news, like I was saying, now that we're moving on from that, if you're good, I'm I'm fine. I I'll move on from Garen anytime. Yesterday, I went and got my passport. I pick it up next week. I so you didn't get your trip. passport. You handed in your information. Yes, and I booked a trip already to get it expedited. And so we are going to be going on an airplane for the first time. We being me and Crystal. Where? And where are you going? Where are you going? Where are you going? going? Austin. Who are you flying with? Crystal. What company are you flying with? I think Air Canada. Dude, tell me these things beforehand. I just, it was so spur of the moment, and I didn't, I couldn't let anything stop it. I was I like. I could have given you a friends and family discount. Oh, uh, next time. You, you. I'm a dumb dumb. I'm sorry. Yeah. I just, it's like we're focusing on the wrong part of the story right well, now. Well, I'm, now I'm a little pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I did it. That How was my you... big thing I want to do this year. I fucking, it's underway, baby. Hold on, Sean. I just want to know this. How did you not think of me when you were doing strictly something for I yourself? I did. I just didn't know. And I, I, I did think of like get, talking to you about it and stuff, but then I like I don't know. It was, I felt like yeah. awkward being like, "Hey man, can you like?" I have offered. I have offered. I know, many a but time. I just, I'm I, a, I, I'm not, I have offered next time. Yeah, hundred well, percent. I will take so advantage gonna, of that. This time I did not, but next time, fucking, I will for sure. Yeah. Thank you very so, much for putting that out there. Okay, because. Dude, don't pay full price for anything ever. Yeah, you're right. If there's an option for a discount, I should be taking care of yeah, it. I didn't even sick. at the well, time. I was just overwhelmed with excitement for the opportunity to fucking do it. So, so I have like a new uh, chapter of my life beginning, and I have a bit of a lull, a bit of time in between. Mm-hmm. And so it worked out perfectly where we were contacted and said, like, "Hey, you guys should fucking come now. Let's do this shit." And so we're we're so when go are you going? Uh, in about a week. You're going to Boston in a week. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's coming, baby. Like, it's not. That's why I was like, got to go now. It was like crunch time yesterday. So if we fucking did it. It's booked. I'm so fucking excited. I'm scared, too, a little. Are like, you connecting? Go airplane for the first time. Huh? Are you connecting? In Toronto. Okay. Yeah. Nice, man. That's what you mean. Yeah, that's exactly what yeah. I meant. You answered the question correctly. Nice. Yeah. I'm learning all the vernacular. Um, uh, let's no, say man. what's what's on the agenda in boston what do you open to do what do you open to see i don't know man i gotta like i'm gonna look up like the best things to do in boston i already started looking at some tiktoks just to get ideas like there's so much history there the old buildings you should see stuff, harvard 
I wouldn't mind. I, it's been in a lot of like stuff, right? And I, I don't know. I got to make a list. Like I said to everyone, I was like, I'm just going to take things as they go. Kieran, actually, I, when I called him and was talking to him about it, he's like, get expectations. Stop fucking saying you don't have any expectations. This is your first trip. You need to like plan shit out. You need to look at like make a list of your top 10 things you want to do and try to knock off as many as you can. So John, John actually suggested the first thing that he wants to do because we're doing a red eye flight. We'll get there in the morning around 10 a.m. He said, we're downtown anyways. Why don't we go for lunch at Cheers if you guys are feeling up to it? Just start out your trip. That's a great idea. And I was like, fuck yeah. Like, that's so cool. Let's do it. He's like, they have phenomenal burgers. Let's go get a fucking burger there. Let's go. I, at first, I was like, well, we don't have to do Cheers because, like, Crystal went on a trip to Boston and she went to Cheers. And Crystal was like, yeah, I've been there once. Doesn't mean I fucking can't go back. So I'm, like, getting excited about that. Now I'm like, shit, like, I'm going to go to that place where I... Everybody knows my name. Can I, can I just tell you that's the the greatest thing someone can say is I've been there once. That doesn't mean I don't want to go back. That is amazing because like you have no idea how many people are going to that would say I've been there once. I want to try something else. Yeah, depriving you of having that experience. Fucking good yeah. on Crystal. Fucking good on her. Oh yeah, That's she a wants good... you to have the best trip yeah. possible. They're so, so encouraging of it all. Obviously, you're a little bit out of the way for baseball season, or is it just starting? It's just starting, and like there, Jen actually, I talked to her last night, and she's like, "Go to a baseball game," and I was like, "You're like, I don't know," and she's like, "No, no, no, no. go to go. a fucking baseball game. Go yeah, to we'll a see. fucking baseball game if they're playing." Sean, 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 go to a fucking baseball game. <laughs> you drink beer, you eat hot dogs, you yell nonsense. It's yeah. the fucking best. Lean yeah, right great. into it. And not only are you going to see a baseball game, you are going to the most legendary stadium. Legendary. The Big Green yeah. Monster Man. I would love to. I, I, like I said, I don't know what to expect. I've never been on a fucking trip. I, I don't know. I, yeah. I've been in Canada. Say, uh, say yes to fucking everything. I am. Spend some money. Fucking yes go. To just yeah. see Harvard, like that shit's free. Like you can, like, and then it's a beautiful experience. Like see it, like experience it. Go to, like whatever legendary spot John says you need to see. Just be like, fuck yeah, we're doing it. I don't give a shit. Oh, 100%. Like, get like that's you're how gonna I be... feel about it in every way. I'm just yeah. yes, I would love to. I'm so excited. That's yeah. why I said I got to make a list because I don't even like it's beyond my comprehension. Like, what do you want? Yeah. Like, I don't know what to do. I don't, but well, you don't know. even necessarily have to make a list. Cause like the beautiful thing about who you're going to see is you're seeing like Boston people. Like you're seeing yeah. like everything's new. The accent yeah. alone is going to be so exciting. Are uh, you going to pack your cab? I have it yet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Yankees suck. Go Pats. Tom Brady still the old timer. <laughs> Yeah, I got um, some research to do in a fun way. And yeah, I'm just, man. Like, uh, dude, excited as fuck. If you can get a, a Red Sox game, do it. Get yourself a fitted hat. You Which I have... can because it's not hockey. I yeah. even have a baseball fucking jersey already for the Boston Red Sox and yeah. a hat. Yeah. A 2018 championship hat. Dude, so... fucking wear it. Have a time of your life. Exactly. Um, dude, uh, how are you with seafood? I'm excited. I. I'm not a big eating seafood fan at Edmonton because we don't have any. You're seafood. landlocked. Yeah, so I'm. I'll eat anything, dude. I'll okay. try anything. I, they asked me that last night when we were Facetime with them talking about it. They were try, like, try oysters. Try, try oysters. Get yourself yeah. some uh, 
uh, New England clam chowder. Okay, get into that. Um, There's like a really famous place they were telling us about that has like a lobster roll. And they said it's so big and so good that they usually just get one and split it. But it's like all lobster and like world famous. And I was like, I'm in. Let's do it. Everything. Fuck. I want to (laughs) go. No, it'll be exciting. Like this is like going to be a catalyst probably for the rest of my life now. Because once I get this travel bug in me, I don't think I'll stop Tom. I think I'm going to be addicted because these the excitement level I already feel like. Well, you know, you should do then because I know. Can we talk about this? Let me know if we can talk about this. Uh, Your transition with work. Yeah. So next week's my last uh, week at my current job. So. So what I am saying to you is, if you get this travel bug, get a job with the company I work with. I know. I know. I know. You're starting a new. You're starting a new company. But yeah. if you really love the idea of doing this... Oh, for sure. I don't know where life's going to take me, Tom. I'm yeah. an open book now. Now that I've taken this leap of leaving my career of 15 years and mm-hmm. to try something anew because I deserve to like bet on myself and to try something different, that's what I'm doing. I don't know where it's going to take me. I'm excited for any opportunity I get and what the future holds. Mm-hmm. But I'm taking a gamble here, leaving something that has been stability in certain ways. Yeah. But I, I'm willing to gamble on myself and I'm willing to say like, I want to live, I want to experience more things. I want to try new things. I want to grow. And like, I don't know where life's going to take me, but I know that it's going to take me to Boston in about a week. I'm, I'm fucking excited for you, man. So dude, uh, you're going to have like the best time. So I have like this. I'm going to cal- bring my Oilers jersey and wear it in Boston. FYI. I already thought about that. I'm just going to walk around Maybe when I go to Harvard, if I get to go to Harvard, I'll wear my Oilers jersey there. Wear a t-shirt. Wear a hoodie. Like, the, <laughs> the, the, the jersey's much. Yeah. No, we'll see. I, I have no... I'm just fucking around. I don't know what I'm going to do. But, like, yet. no, but lean into fucking any chance you can. If you get, like, do a touristy thing. Get a tour of the city for... Because it comes with so much history, right? Boston is... Yeah. Boston's one of, like, the most legendary cities, like like, at least in American history. Crystal so. said there's a bus tour like that uh, she didn't go on it, but one of our other one of her other relatives when they went to Boston they did it. But it's like a sea bus, and mm-hmm. so you take the bus around, and then it kind of turns into a boat and takes you like through the bay. I've never seen an ocean, so like when she mentioned that, I was like, "Fuck yeah!" Like, I, dude, I want to do it all. I said, "We'll sleep when we're dead. Let's go and let's fucking live life and experience the time that we get there. Let's do it." Like, yeah. They were a little bit like, "Well, we'll see how you guys feel when we land." I don't know. Like, you might feel a little too tired to go to Cheers that day. Maybe we can do it another. No, day. No, no, like, no, no, no. I'll be fine. Don't you worry. I'll be raring and ready to go. Like, you're gonna be like Sean. Calm down. You're too how many tired. days are you there? I think seven. So you're going for Easter weekend? At just after. Just after Easter weekend? Yeah. So it's longer than a week. It's pretty much a week. It's I did not like to the exact day, but yeah. Today okay. is the first, so. Okay, so you're going Monday? Just after, like in eight, nine days. I just said a week. You don't have I, to hold me. No, 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 no. I'm just trying to plan, like, understand when you're going. Yeah, just after Easter. Okay. So it's like, my mom's coming up Easter weekend to Halifax, so. I'm going to show her around, do some stuff. We're seeing awesome. Krista Berg live in concert. Sweet. And, like, because I was saying, is if, if you're doing it Easter weekend, 
we should coordinate our phones and then plan to do tours of our individual cities at the same time. Because <laughs> because I was going to do that for Shelly, like take her in a uh, like a sea bus tour of Halifax. That'd be funny, hey? <laughs> yeah. Because that's what I was going to say. It's like, well, I'm going to go Saturday afternoon, and you're like, you're just like an hour ahead of me, so you can do it like this, and then on on go we purchase fucking tickets to a tour. <laughs> that's funny. No, dude, yeah, I was excited to share that news with you. We haven't yeah. told everyone yet, so it's like, this is the announcement, I guess, of like letting everybody else know who I didn't let know, but I was excited as fuck to tell you, because I'm like, you've been telling me since we started the show, you need to fucking live, man, you need to travel. You're my travel guy. You're the guy mm. that fucking travels that I know the most, right? Yeah, so man. It's cool to, I, was, uh, I was excited to share this with you, for sure. And dude, I can't wait to talk to you about it post-trip, too. So it's mm-hmm. good if we do record an extra couple episodes, Banks, you know, mm-hmm. we might have to release one. So, Well, you know what? Um, I think we both have busy weekends ahead of us, so we'll talk after the podcast. We'll get some things going. Fuck yeah. Um, dude, I'm fucking excited for you. You, you This is well-deserved. You, you need this trip. You need to experience how much flying fucking sucks. Um, <laughs> I'm get. I actually been looking on Amazon. I'm gonna get a flight cap, an old uh, World War II leather flight cap, so I can put it on. And I'm gonna clap when we take off, and I'm gonna clap when we land. I'm no, so no, fucking... you 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 don't clap when you take off. You only clap when I you do. land. All right, well, I do. you're gonna be a lonely boy. Um, I am fucking fine. With and that. and and honestly, the looks you're gonna get when you do either or. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this fucking guy. Um, <laughs> oh, man. That's awesome for you, buddy. I really did. Actually, Hillary just went to uh, to Mexico, so I arranged it so I would push out her flight. Nice. That's so, like, cool. Yeah, so, like, the person, like, like she didn't, like, she saw me, like, I went up and said hi, and then, like, I helped yeah. around, like, doing the stuff before her flight, so it would, like, leave on time. And then, like, I'm the one that pushed it out. It was fucking sweet. Nice. You're like, bye. (laughs) I'm making sure she fucking went. (laughs) That's awesome. Tommy wants his week. Tommy wants his week. (laughs) That's funny. Uh, Well, sir, I think that might wrap up this week's episode, unless you got something else you'd like to add. Really? We're going to wrap up on me saying good riddance to my girlfriend for a week? Yeah, yeah. It's a good good spot to end. If she gets it. If she listens this long. Maybe she'll laugh. He's just, he's just joking. Calm down. <laughs> uh, nah, yeah, it's a good one. I'm uh, I'm excited for you to go. Just know that it's a lot of waiting. You go to the yeah. airport and then you wait. You get on the it's plane just, and then you waiting, wait. Bro. And then you sit down on the plane and then you're waiting. And then you land and then you're waiting. And Ain't then you're going to have to do it. No, no, no. But oh, if, no. I don't, if, if I don't warn you about this now, you'll never forget yeah. me. No, it's good to know. I I have heard this, but I'm okay with it all. It's a whole mess of waiting, sir. All right. Well, I hope you have a great time, man. Um, Thanks, brother. Yeah, so that's two sides of the story for this week. I'm Tom Sides. This has been One Side of the Story. And I'm Sean Sides, and this has been One Side of the Story. Have a great week, everyone. Have a great week. Happy travel, Sean. Thank you, big guy. Sides of the story. Two sides of the story.
Tom and Sean. Thanks for listening to Two Sides of the Story. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. Follow us on Instagram at Two Sides of the Story, on TikTok at Two Sides of the Story Pod. And if you want to send us an email, send it to Two Sides of the Story Pod. That's the number two sides of the story pod at gmail.com.